This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation, and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! Insights, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back. Silver and Black today here on Odyssey. That's right. Whether you're listening to us on The Bet in Las Vegas or you're listening to us on our podcast, which you can, of course, get Silver and Black today several times a week. It is an Odyssey original podcast. Scott Branson, Mo Moten, we are your hosts through the show. Love us or hate us, we're not going anywhere. We're here. You can follow Mo. He is the senior NFL writer over at Bleacher Report, also the Raiders columnist at sportsnot.com. Follow him on X slash Twitter at Mo Moten, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. I am at LV Gully, and we're going to talk about fans this time. Now, Mo, Mo, we famously, and I say famously loosely, we famously say all the time on the show, we're not going to tell people how to fan, which... This segment is not about that, but I wrote a piece up on Raider Ramble last week about the state of fandom, specifically with Raider Nation and across the NFL that I'm seeing, which is interesting. It seems to mimic, in my view, what we're seeing in the political landscape. You're right. They're wrong. And if you're wrong, not only are you wrong, but you're terrible, your whole family, your whole lineage is stupid and you should just die. Like that's that's how bad it gets when we're talking. I, I know it's a social media driven thing too, so we'll get into that. But it's interesting because it's become just as polarized as politics. And what prompted this for me, Mo, was something you and I were talking about during the break, which is we had Ross Tucker, who is our NFL insider from Odyssey, played in the NFL for seven years is calling games on CBS Sports, is called games in college, high school, you name it. The guy's seen more football than us combined, right? So anyway, so Ross was on. Ross said some things that people didn't agree with, and suddenly our show sucks. Ross is, has no, doesn't know what he's talking about, should not be on TV, all the, and it just blows my mind, not because you and I get hurt feelings over it or anything like that, but I'm just wondering, sports to me has always been the one escape. And yes, there's always been arguments in sports, right? If you're a Giants fan, you don't like Cowboy fans and vice versa and so on. You don't like the teams and you have that rivalry and all that. Rivalries have already always been there. So there's been that kind of argument, but it's so personal 
and so intense now, even amongst fan bases themselves. In Raider Nation, the Raider Nation on Raider Nation crime rate is through <laughs> the roof, okay? And I'm just trying to figure out what the hell is going on, Mo. Do you have any sort of take on why we are where we are? I think it it, it, it goes to, and I've said this a lot, that on social media, the tone and tenor of your tweets or what you're saying gets lost because you don't know if a person is joking. You don't know if mm. a person is being serious. And I think sometimes when we're on social media, we assume that a person is being snarky with us. So we we're snarky right back because that's what social media is now. It's just a lot of people, you know, just being obnoxious to each other. So I think that's part of it. But also you have to understand like politics, it's always, uh, uh, it seems like, as you said, it's kind of like a, right and wrong situation there's no gray area two things cannot be true now we we just had jason fitz on just tell us like yeah josh jacobs deserves a new contract but the raiders are right for what they did because of what the market is and how they're structuring their football team both sides can be right but on social media and some discussion circles it's like it's got to be one or the other it's got to be black and white it's got to be this side is right this side is wrong and the one side doesn't want to see the, the points of the other side. They just mm -hmm. say, okay, my my opinion is right. The other side of it, the other opinion is stupid, as you said, <laughs> doesn't belong in a conversation. We don't want to hear it. And I think that's the danger in our society today is that while we may have differing opinions, it's also good to at least listen. You don't have to agree with someone else's opinion, but to at least listen to their points because now it's like, we don't want to hear the other side. We don't want to hear the other points. We're just going to, embrace and embrace and embrace and reaffirm our points and just move on. And I think that's dangerous because you don't learn that way. If yeah. you live in the bubble, and I say this all the time, echo chamber on, on Twitter or X, whatever it's called now, if you live in the echo chamber where only your opinions are validated and only opinions like yours are validated, you're not going to get the full scope of, of the world around you and just expanding your thought process because you're, you're just reaffirming what you already think. It, think about this. If you grew up just thinking what you think and didn't allow any outside opinions, you know, you would never evolve. And I think people just need to politics and sports and any other debate topic, just at least hear the other side out. And I say yeah. this all the time on, on social media, when I post a, a, an article up or a column, people disagree with me all the time and I still retweet them and I say, Hey, thanks for at least hearing me out. And the people say, look, I don't agree with your point, but I respect the research sure. that you put into it. I'm fine with that. You don't have to agree with me. No. And it's, it's again, I, I, life, I tell my kids this all the time. Life is not a popularity contest. I'm not going through life trying to get as many people to like me as possible. Yes. We want people to listen to the show. Okay. And some people listen to the show. They love it. And some people listen to the show and they don't care for it. Some people don't care for me. Some people don't care for you, probably more me than you, but, and that's okay. I look, I don't, that it's totally fine. I run into people all the time. People say, Hey, this is the greatest guy in the world. You got to meet this guy. And you meet him and you're like, nah, I could do without him. Right. Everybody's got personal choice. Nothing wrong with that. But when you're talking about football, like it's just amazing because winning that argument is not going to do anything for you. It doesn't pay your bills. Okay, it's not going to earn your way to the afterlife if you believe in one. It's not going to do any of that stuff. The second part of this I want to talk about, Mo, related to social media and fans, is what Adam Hill from the Las Vegas Review-Journal covers the Raiders there. Um, 
wrote a piece that I really, really clicked with, which was about that fans have gotten too comfortable, way too comfortable, tagging players in tweets where they're hypercritical of them. I would also say it goes the other way with the love. Like there's people, it seems like they're almost stalking them. Um, but Adam wrote in, in the review journal about this, about the Josh Jacobs situation. So Josh Jacobs tweets. Now Josh Jacobs brings a little bit on because he, he does subtweet and do these cryptic things. People are wondering what the heck's going on. But people will then tag players in their tweets, calling them all sorts of names, saying, get back to work. And, and Adam called them out and said, dude, what are you doing? And I agree with this. It's not the same. You can't tell me, well, they make millions of dollars so you can say whatever you want to them. You can if you're in the stands. You gotta, even if you're in the stands, you got to look them in the face, right? You're in person in front of them. This behind the keyboard, keyboard warrior stuff, like the player doesn't give a damn if you think he's selfish. He really doesn't. So why do it? It's an interesting phenomenon, but it seems to be growing. And I agree with Adam. If you haven't read it, go read it. But uh, Mo, what do you think? I think that that's never going away. As long as you can be anonymous. And there are some fans who have, or people who have their face up there on Twitter and will say some nasty things to you. As long as they're not face to face with you and they can be miles away or in a whole other country, people just feel comfortable saying whatever they want to say on social media, knowing that there won't be any consequences for it. And that, right. again, that's not going anywhere. And that's just never going to stop. You're always going to see it. I've seen the tweets say, Josh Jacobs, just get back to work, do this, do that. They don't know the man's uh, life story. They don't know what he's got going on in his personal life. You don't know Josh Jacobs from a hole in the wall. You just see him play football. Right. Mm -hmm. But they're going to have a strong opinion on it. And, and I've I've given up on the fight of saying, hey, let's wait till we have all the facts before we jump to conclusions. Because if you remember last week, there was a report that came out that said Josh Jacobs turned down 12 million dollars a year. And a lot of fans are like, oh, how could you turn down 12 million with the way the running back market is? You're stupid for turning down 12 million. How dare you? You're greedy, blah, blah, blah. I saw the tweets to Josh Jacobs, direct tweets to him telling him yeah. he's greedy. You need to get back. You should have took the money, blah, blah, blah. And I said, and I put out a tweet or an X that said, look, the report says that Josh Jacobs turned down $12 million, but we don't know how many years the Raiders offered on that deal. Was it a one-year $12 million deal? We don't know how much of that was guaranteed because I tell fans and people this all the time with contracts. You look at the headline numbers, but that's not everything. You got to look at the details. Yeah. Years on the contract. Guaranteed money is the big thing because as we know, all know, players can get cut at any time so players are really looking for that guaranteed money so we don't know if it was a 12 million dollar deal but it was only one year and the Raiders were offering like six million guaranteed we don't yeah. know those details so you really can't have a i mean you can't have a strong opinion but you're not going to have the full details of the contract offer you don't and and but but again adam's piece resonated with me but it also raised another question that i have that you and i have talked about on the off the air and and we'll have to save for next off season because it's, it's a little bit off the beaten path, <laughs> which is there is a generation uh, of younger journalists who seemingly wants to be friendly with the athletes they cover, more friendly than we learn about in journalism school, at least we used to, which was the idea that you have to have some separation. There has to be that wall because you might have to talk about this guy you know, doing something illegal, or you might have to talk about this guy not performing well. And so you have to be careful with the line you draw. And I think some journalists today are crossing over that, especially with in-house journalists. Like, for example, you see at NFL Network. Not that there aren't great journalists there who do their job perfectly. I'm not saying that. 
But there is a little bit of a gray area now that feeds into this as well. So players sometimes get defended against the public criticism by people who are supposed to be covering them, which this is where the technology and the way things have changed, Mo, have led us. And again, I'm not criticizing anybody in particular here, but these are some bigger questions as we move forward with the way journalism and content creation is going. We should probably have some discussion around. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, I'm not going to get on my soapbox about this because we don't have enough time for it. Yeah. But what I will say is that it's all about access now, Scott. You know, journalists also have their own True. podcast that they want. They want they they want downloads. They want listens. They want social media clicks and likes and retweets. So if you're nice to that player, he'll give you access to give you an interview, and you'll get those likes and retweets on social on on Twitter or X. You'll get that podcast interview that everyone's going to download and listen to now. So there's more skin in the game for the for the journalists to have their own independent success outside of if they're working for a big network or platform. So there's that aspect to it. The social media aspect does play into you know just getting that access. And getting that adulation from the fans. Yes. Well put. But again, we'll save that. We already have our first one of our first shows for next offseason. But we got a long season ahead of us. Including on Thursday, we're going to take a look, a deeper look on Jimmy G as well. And uh, the latest news coming out of camp as well as your mail. Mo, what do you got coming up this week that people need to watch for on Bleacher Report? I know you got a live coming up as well as also um, some stuff on SportsNot. The live is coming up along with the Raiders' first preseason game. I believe that's August thirteenth. Uh, they're gonna have they're gonna be in the primetime slot, a standalone game with the 49ers, I believe it is. I'll be doing a watch along, so I'll be live during the game, live comments, live action. Of course, we're not gonna see a lot of the stars, but I think it's interesting to get some of the early ticks on with guys getting on the field finally. As far as the immediate things are concerned, anything that happens at training camp, as far as the Raiders are concerned. I'm going to be covering that Bleacher Report because I do these Bleacher Report training camp notebooks where I just track the most important news going on across training camps. Last week, the big news, the big Raider news was Jimmy G uh, having a rest day, which we talked about in the first segment. Some fans freaked out, and I wrote in a notebook that as Vinny Bonson, you are in Tashan Reed, the athletic, Vinny Bonson, the uh, Las Vegas View Journal said, these were planned days. Calm down, relax, take a deep breath. <laughs> I know we're skeptical about Jimmy G and his injury history, but this wasn't some, oh, he re-injured his foot, his foot is sore. These were planned rest days, and I wrote that in a notebook to say, hey, let's just calm down a little bit. Yes. All right. All right. Check <laughs> out all that stuff. Make sure you follow Mo and his Zeets. We agreed, right, with Fitz. We're, call, we're all calling him Zeets. Fitz. Uh, at Mo Moten. Uh, I am at LV Gully. The show is SNB Today. Make sure you subscribe to the show. By the way, coming up on Thursday, you want to talk about a jam-packed show. Hold on to your hat. So we have Jose Sanchez, right, coming to cover. He covers the 49ers for Sports Illustrated. They're all fans, uh, a nation, all nations over there covering the 49ers. He's going to come on and talk about Jimmy G. And we have a new guest. Actually, he's not a new guest, but he's a guest you guys like. Brian Baldinger is going to join us as well on Thursday. So we got a double stack show 
Mo, take your vitamins, get your sleep. Uh, Thursday's going to be a busy one. Yeah, heavy hitting show. I know a lot of fans loved uh, Baldy when he came on the other two times. Jose is a good friend of mine. We should have actually had him on early in the offseason to talk, Jimmy yeah. G, once they signed him. Because as you said, he he's on the ground. He's He covers the team day to day. So if anybody knows Jimmy G, his strengths and his weaknesses, it's Jose. Absolutely. All right, Mo, we will see you on Thursday, my friend. Sounds good. All right, don't forget, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just hit the subscribe button. Hit on the auto-download. That way you get a new show every time it pops up. Also, thanks to our producer, Mike Robier. And for all of us here at Silver and Black today, I'm Scott Cobranson from Omoton. Have a great rest of your midweek. We will talk to you on Thursday again. Jose Sanchez, talk about Jimmy G. And Baldy's back to talk about the Raiders and talk about NFL training camp. This has been Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. Take care, everybody.